Hey Falcons fans, this is Coach Jay again, uh, coming back to you for another episode of Coaching Falcons. With me today, we're talking about fall sports, and we're going to deal with soccer. We're going to uh, have a conversation with the uh, boys soccer coach, Coach uh, Maki Magdalenos. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. I'm sure I didn't butcher that too bad. <laughs> and then the girls coach, uh, Coach Song Uk. Okay. So um, we'll get we'll get going here, and uh, I'll start with uh, Coach Maki. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your coaching experience. Yeah, I appreciate you doing this for us, Coach Jay. Um, so I started at Perry Meridian um, seven, seven, eight years ago as an assistant soccer coach. I actually coached Coach Song as he was a senior. Um, he was one of my first classes. I didn't have you in class, did I? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> you will remember me. Remember I've seen you, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I started with his class. Um, I was an assistant coach for three years. Um, for a year, I stepped aside and coached freshman football. Um, at that time, Coach Spieth, the soccer coach before me, had left. Um, and then I came back to the soccer side to coach the varsity team. Coach Song was my assistant coach um, up until this year, and then he took over the girls' side. Okay, okay. Uh, coach Song, how about you? Um, for me, I started coaching um, my junior year of college, uh, and I started at uh, St. Francis U8, I, I believe. Uh, and then from then on, after a year, I moved on to become assistant for Coach Speed. Uh, and then ever since then, I, even after he left, I started becoming assistant for Coach Mags. Uh, I coached the boys' side for four years, and then this is my first year coaching the girls as a head coach. How, how does it feel to be a head coach? Uh, a lot of responsibility, uh, a lot more work, uh, but I, it's fun. I enjoy it. Uh, I love con- uh, building connection and building relationship with the players, so okay. I enjoy it so far. Good, good. Uh, coach Maki, uh, what about um, accomplishments or expectations? Uh, I know we're almost near the end of your season uh-huh. now. Yeah. Uh, how has the season gone? Um, it's been great. Um, so uh, accomplishments up to now is uh, we're a good program that competes every year. Um, since I took over as the head coach, we haven't quite gotten that sectional championship yet, even though we're competitive each year. Uh, this year's a different feel. Um, our guys are connecting, they're learning, they're growing. Uh, just a couple games ago, our halftime speech was a completely led by our captains and our seniors. I didn't even have to say anything, um, and they said everything I would have said. So uh, you can tell they're learning and growing. Um, so far this season, I think we're at nine wins, two losses, and a tie. Um, we came off just two weeks ago. We beat the number 18 team in the state, the number 12, and then we lost 1-0 to the number four team. Um, in the last 90 seconds, they scored a goal and beat us oh, one wow. nothing. Wow. Um, and that was three games in one week against all ranked opponents. And then after that week and now, we're currently 17th in the state. Um, first time we've been ranked at least in the last 20 years, Okay. Um, which is exciting. Um, and then we're preparing for our first conference title as long as we win tonight and um, take care of business tomorrow night. Um, we should be hosting that first trophy too. So oh, nice, things are nice. looking promising for good, us. Good, yeah. good. How about you, Coach Song? Uh, my first year, it's been a learning experience, uh, not just for myself, but also for the players too, as I'm trying to bring a new, uh, how would I say this, a new uh, me- uh, mentality to the team. Um, toughen them up a little bit? Yes, there definitely you go. toughen them up a little bit. And also <laughs> teach them the game of soccer. So. Okay. Uh, it's, this year has since just been a learning experience, mm-hmm. but although it's been uh, in, it's been fun, uh, it's also there's a lot of lesson to take from uh, this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are you t- uh, dealing with more fundamentals 
than the, the game aspect of it, or how, how, how are you doing? doing um, I'm definitely uh, trying to teach them the fundamentals uh, and also just just the game of soccer. Uh, most of them, I don't have a lot of girls that play club soccer outside of just this high school season. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to expand that and trying to make it where it's like a full season like the boys do. Uh, so that they're around soccer all the time and they learn the game quicker that way. Uh, so I'm just trying to change the whole program into something that will become a really successful program. Is, like is cost kind of prohibitive for that, to be in club soccer? Yes. Uh, I mean, yes. Also, um, if you want to play for good clubs, it's kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also time-consuming, too, with all the traveling and things like that. Yeah. So in order to make that easier, uh, I want to build a program after the season's over, mm -hmm. even in the spring, summer, so that way they stay connected to soccer and not just the high school season. Yeah. So that's yeah. What yeah. How about you, Coach Monkey? Yeah, and if I can even add for Song, is he's starting to transition culturally within his program too. So the Chin community, a lot of the girls are starting to play soccer. Mm -hmm. um, but leading up to that, they've had different expectations, family yes. roles and things like that. So he's trying to transition those girls now to see the importance of travel soccer and playing year-round. For me, that's that I've had that. Yes. Uh, my, my boys go out five hours a day and play soccer um and so i haven't i haven't had to do that um for me um especially we we only graduated two seniors last year that started um so this year has been all tactical um we were able to break down and try different formations we can really focus on our formation and how we want to approach each game versus fundamentals and things like that and i think that's given us that opportunity to be as good as we are this year okay. um we, we no longer last year we had to worry about what the other team brings and who's their best player we need to find a way to guard him this year has been no let's take care of us if we play as well as we can we can beat anybody okay um, so that's been our approach okay uh team leaders coach song who are some of the team leaders for your um, soccer team this year if you have any or um, you may have a whole bunch yeah for me I have a couple of seniors uh, coming into this program I didn't really know a lot of players but when I first walked in here uh, there were a couple of seniors upperclassmen uh, my two cap well I have three cap captains one of them names is McLeese and uh, Emily McLeese and Audrey Cochran they're they're a big huge leader to my team uh, mm -hmm. they've been they gathered the team for team bonding uh, once well, they've done it three times already. Uh, they've led those that haven't done anything. And even in practice, they kind of lead all the warm-ups and stretches, so I don't have to worry about those. So those little things they lead, so it helps me a lot where I can focus on just the training aspects. Oh, awesome, just, awesome. Coach Maki, uh, leaders for the boys. We, we have a lot of them um, that all sort of have different roles. Um, we have our three captains, Philip Kegba. He brings a lot of passion to the table. Um, Boy Ting kind of brings the soccer knowledge to the table. Um, Joseph Boy, uh, he's our leading goal scorer and brings the energy, and he's the first one to speak up in meetings. Um, then we have guys, juniors, that are fundamentally carry us through the game. Um, they're passionate. Um, Chanza, our goalie, um, is quick to step up, and he's a great example for what needs to be done in the classroom. Uh, so we actually are, are blessed with lots of different types of leaders, which is good. Okay. Okay. Do you you both have assistant coaches? Mm -hmm. Who are, who are your assistant coaches? Um, for me, um, one of my assistants is Levi Riggenbach. He's a geometry teacher here and mm -hmm. um, teaches finite math. Um, and then we just when Song left, I had to pick up another assistant coach, and that is Trevor Bird. Um, Trevor played when our team went to the Final Four in 2016. He was our goalie. Um, he went to Franklin College, um, and then he just joined us this year. Um, so he kind of helps both of our programs, honestly, with goalkeepers. 
um, but he also helps us with everything else too. Okay. Okay. Uh, for me, is uh, my assistant coach is Coach Corey. Um, she's mm-hmm. also the track coach, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a math teacher here. Uh, she's been coaching the girls for. She's been assistant. Uh, she's been JV coach for I think five or six, four, yeah. four, four or five years. Yeah. So she's been around, and she's the one that's been helping me with all the um, parent side and you know all the information, sending out information to parents and things like that. So mm-hmm. she's been a huge help for me. And then also my uh, <coughs> assistant varsity coaches, Coach Van Beek. Uh, he recently just graduated from IU, and he used to play under Coach Max too. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, we all kind of have connections, so it makes okay. it easy for us to... Keeping it in the family. Yeah, huh? it's, it's been really yes. neat. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, I'm going to throw a big elephant in here okay. in the room, and that is, have you or will you or, or have you been had to deal with COVID? Has it affected your team in any way? Has anybody been, you know, affected by it? And has mm-hmm. it isolated your team or individuals or so on? Mm-hmm. Um, last year, we dealt with it with a couple players going into sectionals, and in my opinion, kind of hurt us a little bit when it came to our depth um, during the tournament. This year, we've been blessed, knock on wood, um, to not have one or two isolations. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done their job. They've set out and come back, but it hasn't been on a big scale at all. At all. Okay, good. How about you, Coach? Um this year, I have not had to deal with anything, so I'm lucky to say that. Uh, again, last year I was with them, so I, I experienced that as well. Uh, it was kind of, it kind of it kind of sucked because uh, the player that missed that missed uh, was one of our you know starters, starters. so yeah. it kind of hurt us there. But this year, I was I'm fortunate enough to uh, not deal with any of that. Are, are your are your um, athletes? They know the protocols, and you do you kind of stress that wear your mask we're getting close to tournament time Mm -hmm. we can't afford any of you to be contact traced or come down with or anything like that has that been something that you discuss yeah we've already discussed it um and even before perry went to the mask mandate um i had told our players to i would encourage to wear it in classes like we've got something on the line this year and you don't want to risk it Mm -hmm. um so said if i was you i'd start wearing masks now um and then just a couple days later perry implemented um and then just today coach regenbach asked me hey do you want the jv team to travel with the varsity team during sectionals any other year i'm like yeah Yeah. and i told coach regenbach that's just more people that could risk it and i said honestly I, i think it's best that we don't this year like let's just kind of write it out and yeah. eliminate risks as much as you, possible you don't know what those jv players bring, <laughs> you don't bring to the pool. and i said it could be internally who knows but the less people the the less risk so yeah 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 that's the way we're approaching well, it good good um any other expectations or anything from uh how, how about uh how about your conference how are you guys doing in, in your conferences um, for us, right now, we're undefeated. Um, in conference, we knocked out number 12, Plainfield, um, who is kind of – it's always us or them, it seems like. Um, and the, we beat them two years ago and then dropped one we shouldn't. This year, we've taken care of business. Um, we played a night, Thursday night, against Greenwood. And then we have to finish. We're tied 1-1, and then there was a rain delay. So it's kind of halftime of Mooresville, mm-hmm. and we're going to finish that game on Friday. And as long as we win these next two nights um, or even tie Mooresville, we'll win our conference outright. Yeah. Okay. Uh, f- for me, in terms of um, record-wise, it's been a rough year, but um, every game we're improving, we're getting better. And so uh, for me, it's just 
for the girls, it takes it's gonna take some time to build a winning team. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'm trying to uh, figure out the pieces, the players, and things like that. Is uh, we have our last conference game uh, to she well, next Wednesday uh, against Greenwood. Uh, that will be our last conference game. If we can get that one, then it will be uh, our first conference win. So. Uh, even then, um, I'm still happy with the season. We're improving, and that's the biggest thing for me is this improvement every single game, every okay. single week. So. S- sounds like your your soccer team doesn't have a lot of experience, mm-hmm. and you're just teaching them yes. mm-hmm. to win, mm-hmm. teaching them how to get better, yes. and showing improvement. Mm-hmm. With every team, mm-hmm. if you show improvement from the beginning of mm-hmm. the season, to the end of the season, mm-hmm. you can build upon that. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, so I, I, I know that that's something that every team wants wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, last question: What do you tell someone like me, who's never really been around soccer? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've seen soccer. Mm-hmm. I've tinkered around with soccer, kind of growing up, but it was mm-hmm. never anything really serious. Mm-hmm. You know, football, baseball, basketball, mm-hmm. track and field. That's what I grew up. Yeah. What can you, what can you share with the non-soccer or not football people mm-hmm. on how you can support your your teams? Mm-hmm. Uh, for I think the hardest thing is like you said is people look at soccer and it's like I think they think of the zero zero games, the zero zero ties. And we're like, how's that exciting? No one scores. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and it's hard to explain, especially with our program. I feel mm-hmm. like the passion. When you watch those kids play, you see everything that they've grown up doing for so long. And I think if you can kind of put yourself in their shoes and think about all the times you drive by what the YMCA or Perry Park and see those kids playing, the passion behind what they do, and then if you come out and watch them competitively against not even just Southport, any team they play, you just see that passion on the field. And if you can respect any sport for passion – then that should make you come watch our soccer team yeah. um, because that passion drives everything, and, and I think it's an exciting sport to watch, especially the way our team plays. It's so unique. It's such a unique style of soccer compared to what most in the United States are used to watching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, soccer is the most passionate sport in the world. <laughs> you just don't hear about it that right. much in the United States right. because we're used to playing with an eye, a hand, and a foot. Right, and our, right. You know, we're not used to not, not using our hands. Absolutely, really. absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's, there's a hockey stick, yep. there's a puck, <laughs> you know, there's a baseball, there's a football. It's just doing stuff with, with without yeah. using your hands is kind of odd for yeah. America. Cross country with a ball sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> it would, unless you're throwing it at somebody or something yeah. like that. You, you have anything to go along with I that, mean, Coach? I, w- I would say I would agree with everything you said. I mean, soccer, sometimes, especially when the score is 0-0, zero, zero, it can be for a new fan, it's like there's no there's no excitement. But <laughs> you really have to watch into the way they play, the, the team, like the, the way they pass, the way they communicate with each other. And that's the beauty of soccer is just – Seeing a team work together, I think that's the biggest thing for us fans. Is that if you can understand that, then you will understand whether the wins are lost or goals or no goals, mm-hmm. then you would appreciate the, the it's, game. It's an ultimate game. team sport mm-hmm. because yes. you rely upon mm-hmm. all members out exactly. there mm-hmm. uh, to contribute to mm-hmm. that. Yep. And if it's zero to zero, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a loss. Right. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. I mean, some people goes well. Why is it going into overtime? Well, how lo- how much longer is that going to go? And it's still a tie. Well, we're spoiled yeah. in in America. You know, there's yeah. always a winner. Yeah. There's hardly any ties. And if there 
is a tie, they'll figure out a way that you can't have a tie. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you add an extra 10 yards here or 25 yards there. You get a second chance after yeah. the game's over. Mm-hmm. And soccer's not that way. Yeah, so one, that's the learning thing. And one bounce of the ball in the wrong direction could mean that the better team lost that game. And it, it just takes that one bounce and the score's 1-0 and there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. So it's like yeah. the ultimate equalizer, too. It's like offsides in football and offsides in soccer is... Does that exist? It does. It does. Yep. <laughs> See? Sure does. I knew it. I knew there's it. There's a commonality. <laughs> I knew it did. I don't know exactly how it works, but I know there's an offside. Yeah. There, there sure is. <laughs> Why is it considered offside when he's right there? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So someone like me is a novice that doesn't know that much about it. Now I will watch. Mm-hmm. You know the professional leagues. I watch it because they're professionals and so mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. And I've even come out and watched high school soccer. Mm-hmm. I've watched Perry play. Mm-hmm. However, I still don't know that much mm-hmm. about the sport. So mm-hmm. I think if you guys continue to uh, push and, and get your get your teams mm-hmm. in, in fundamental things, I think that um, things like this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, can help bring mm-hmm. it out. Because there are a lot of people so. that may say, oh, there's a podcast on soccer. Well, let's mm-hmm. listen to the soccer coaches. Yeah. Otherwise... No one may not even know that we had soccer coaches. Right. right. Of course we do. Yeah. But, you know, this mm-hmm. may be something that can open up. Uh, that's what my goal is, right. is to talk to coaches and to show their sides of the sport and mm-hmm. what's going on within their team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Um, with that, I know this is kind of a short interview. You guys have to go to practice and so on. Are there any last, uh, last questions or uh, anything that you'd like to tell the Mm-hmm. Audience of coaching Falcons. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I just, <clears throat> I just want to say uh, it's going to be exciting for the girls, uh, especially the upcoming next year. Uh, I think it's going to be a whole new, different team next year, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, not just for the players, but also the fans, the parents too. I think they're going to enjoy watching the games next year. Okay. Uh, over the summer, what are your plans to continue the momentum of of your team for? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, I'm changing. Like I said earlier, I'm changing the program to where it's kind of like a all season thing, where all year thing, not just the high school season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do uh, winter workouts, summer workouts, spring workouts, and that way they stay connected to the game, and that way they, gen- uh, slowly improving each 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 and every day. And that's my biggest goal for the players: is just to improve each and every single day, every week, every month. Awesome. Awesome. Coach? Um, For me, I I think my final words are just like that you were talking about, Coach Jay, is uh, for me, I think the biggest disappointment is not having fans out there. Um, And a lot of people might not be familiar, but we're really culturally diverse. And if if you were to know that we don't have very much parent support, um, they're off feeding their families, working in the evenings. Um, So we rely heavily on our student body and our township and our community to support us because that's, that's the support we're going to get. Um, and I and I know most of those fans are probably not soccer fans. Um, and so I, I, if I could come out and see a game, watch the kids play, I think it would change your mind. Um, there's something special, especially about our guys program, but I know the girls team's getting there too. 
Um, it's it's just a fun atmosphere, and it's fun to watch how hard they compete. Um, and if you have any respect for sports, I, I think it's one of those things you want to see. Um, we had a college coach out a couple weeks ago, and they came out to the Southport Perry game, and he goes, that's one of the coolest games I've ever seen on the high school level. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know this Perry-Southport game is like the, the best show that no one knows about, yeah, yeah. Um, the way that both teams compete. Right, um, right. And it, it's such a difference. Bragging and, rights in the town. Right, yeah. and, and it's that rivalry. It's the spirit, but it's also that passion from mm-hmm. both teams that mm-hmm. drive them. Um, and I think you see that on the field no matter who we're playing. Um, so I just encourage you, if you haven't been to a game, come out and watch. I, I, I think it's something different that you would enjoy. Okay. Well, with that, we're going to end this uh, part of the podcast. And as the coaches mentioned, if you get an opportunity, come out uh, to uh, view both teams as they play. And you get to see some passion. You get to see some athletic ability uh, that, that's different than the other sports. And so um, with that, come out and visit, come out and see. Uh, If you're curious, come out and just enjoy the sport of soccer. And as I always finish, I like to say, go Falcons.